Hi friends. So I have really gotten the impression that a lot of people are feeling like they're in a rut right now. And if this is you, I want you to know that you're not alone. This is so many, so, so, so much of the world is feeling this really dense energy in this like stuckness. And the way that I'm seeing it is that there's kind of these points where we have a choice. We really have a choice. Sometimes, sometimes our only choice is to really just be in the shit. But sometimes we can kind of get far enough up of in, in um, the clarity of things where they, we can start to see things in a different way. And once we can start to see things in a different way, we're able to make a different choice. And when we're able to make different choices, we're able to change the trajectory of our life and of the way that we feel on a daily basis. It all comes back to our choices. And it's really hard to make a choice when you can't see the, like, you can't see how that choice is going to actually change your life. It's really hard to make choices when, when that perspective shift isn't there which is why it's so important to first have that perspective shift and to see, be able to see things a little bit clearer and from a different vantage point and then be able to make a choice to do a different thing that's going to, you know, get you out of this rut, basically. So before I really get to how this all works and how it's going to serve you. What's going to serve you even more in this moment is for me to share a little bit about my experience and a little bit of just how powerful our minds can be. So I've consciously understood that I get anxious in a lot of different scenarios in my life and I thought it was just normal. Like I I never really put the label to the anxiousness that I would feel. It more so was just like, yep, like, you know, I'm I'm going to be out in a big crowd of people. I always feel a bit tense when I'm in that situation. Um, oh, I have to give a presentation and get in front of people. I'm going to be like pooping my pants beforehand because I'm so nervous about it and my voice is going to be shaking and it's probably going to sound like I'm going to cry. And that's just, you know, that's the way that I am with my public speaking and I never... I never fully put it all together that it was anxiety and that I I truly have high functioning anxiety as just part of my picture, part of the the deck of cards that I, um, you know, was dealt in like the experience of a lot of the things that have happened in my life have just set my nervous system up to experience anxiety. And same with depression, you know, there, there's been, I mean, I can think back all the way down to um, like school, my school age years, and I would come home from school and instead of like playing outside, like I would literally just like lay in my bed and maybe read a book or I would just like lay there. And I, I never really put it together that that was probably depression and I went through depressive episodes often I, I never fully put that together. Like for me, it was just, oh yeah, like I'm just, you know, I'm not really feeling it right now. So I'm just going to go do this. And this is what feels good to me. Um, but then, you know, if you have ever struggled with 
anxiety or depression, you know that you can get, like, it can be just fine for a bit. And then all of a sudden you look around you and you're like, damn, I've been in this for a while. Like this, holy crap, you know, like this does not, this is not good. This doesn't feel good. I feel so heavy and just stuck. And I feel like there's, it's like, I don't need, I'm watching this TV show and I have no idea how these people have enough energy to even be going about their day like that because I feel like I don't have that energy. I have been there. I've totally been there. And I want to share a little bit about a recent um, experience that I had. And I, I was able to see so much more clearly um, the power of our mind. So this past December, I was in a traumatic experience. Like I uh, was actively like part of something that um, it was very triggering for me. It was very hard. It was very heavy. It was um, very emotional, very just like chest stabbing, heart stabbing pain. And what happened was right after that, you know, experience happened, I knew that what we had just experienced was very traumatic. And so I like went out to the woods and started like yelling, getting all my anger out and just being in nature and allowing nature to really just soak up, you know, all of that pain. Um, because that's a really beautiful thing that nature does for us. And after that, it definitely, it definitely felt better. But even after that, like the anxiety, it was on anxiety was turned way up. Uh, my appetite totally tanked. And if you know anything about my journey, you know that I struggle with an eating disorder and primarily anorexia. So for me, it was like, okay, you know, these um, coping mechanisms are coming online because that's ultimately what an eating disorder is. is it's, a, it's a way for my nervous system to cope with the, like my life. And so with those happening, um, what also started happening is that I wasn't able to sleep. I went through like an insomnia period where I was really only getting uh, maybe two, three hours a night maybe. But even that, it's like I was waking up. I was um, having panic attacks. Like a lot of things were happening. So after a few days of things um, kind of smoothing over, if you will, uh, my symptoms, you know, they, they lessened a little bit and then I was able to have a bit of my own space again and I was able to, to have the time and energy to really put into my own self-care. So I started taking a ton of Epsom salt baths and um, I really, you know, with my naturopathic medicine background, I know that what was happening is that my nervous system was just being like re-triggered right and like the nervous system the autonomic nervous system the fight or flight and the rest digest um, part of our nervous system was just severely imbalanced so what that means is that my fight or flight was on a high alert that's what was happening is that my my nervous system wasn't letting me relax or calm down so that's why I was having like anxiety panic attacks, insomnia, 
and having just this low level feeling all the time of just like it almost it felt like the gas was on and the brake was down at the same time inside the body where you're just you have this low hum of just energy in your body that's online and it it feels so uncomfortable that's the fight or flight aspect of the nervous system it's called the sympathetic nervous system that is a sympathetic response and an imbalance in the autonomic nervous system so the sympathetic was up high the rest and digest the uh, parasympathetic was down low like it, I felt like I couldn't relax I couldn't rest because there was a threat right so this is kind of the science behind what was happening for me and knowing the science behind it I knew okay I need to really work on tonifying my autonomic nervous system and that means that I really had to work on turning off that sympathetic that fight-or-flight response and to turn up that parasympathetic that rest and digest response and a beautiful way to do this is to take Epsom salt baths so that's what I did. I, I was taking like three or four baths every single day. I was doing a ton of puzzling. I was doing a ton of cross-stitching. I was doing a ton of watching Outlander and Heart of Dixie on Netflix. <laughs> and I just let myself rest. That's what I did because I, I knew that my body needed it. I knew that that's what was happening is that my sympathetic nervous system was really revved up. So what I also realized was that I have complex PTSD. And that's why my nervous system was so quick to turn on like that. And it's because my body was just reminded of situations that it's been in before. Traumatic situations that, you know... I want to kind of clarify here that trauma doesn't always have to mean a super uh, big T trauma in the form of like being beat as a kid and like burned or um, chained up or like that doesn't like that is super traumatic, right? But that doesn't mean that that is all that trauma is. Trauma can also look like you being very scared in a in a conversation that people are having because they're getting really rowdy and they're getting you're starting to yell at each other and they're uh, calling each other names and and it's it's toxic. Like even like toxicity can be traumatizing for your nervous system, and so it's not. It, it I just want to be very clear that you. Most people have experienced trauma. I want to say almost every single person has experienced some kind of trauma in their life. Even if you grew up with like the best life ever and the best, most amazing parents ever, like there are still things that as children we we experience as being traumatic and that leaves an imprint in our nervous system. So just some other symptoms of complex PTSD because I think it's actually pretty a lot more common than... Um, we, we would like or that we would like admitting that it's true. But these are the feelings. Feelings of guilt or shame, difficulty controlling your emotions, periods of losing attention and concentration, so like a dissociation, physical symptoms such as headaches, dizziness, chest pain, stomach aches, and then this 
this desire or a natural thing that you just do where you're you're more so cutting yourself off from family and friends so you become more isolated and kind of like a loner and having difficulties in relationships and so if you know if you've listened to this podcast if you've like heard me talk about the different um toxic relationships I've been in and the way that I have totally isolated myself for a very long time um I wouldn't ever ask for help. I wouldn't reach out to my family when I needed things. I felt as if I had to just do it all by myself. And all of that comes back to this complex PTSD. And the thing is, there's no, there's no like needing to figure out exactly where it came from or needing to know all the things that are like going on and, um, like, how do I fix this? How do I change this? Like, that, we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. What we need to realize is that if this sounds like you, if this sounds like something you've experienced, what you need to realize is that your nervous system needs love. That's what we need to do. Your autonomic nervous system, that fight or flight, rest and digest, that sympathetic, that parasympathetic nervous system needs to balance itself out more. And you can do that through a variety of different things. And you can even just Google like how to heal your nervous system. Um, but that's that's a lot of the work that I do with people. And so I knew what, you know, what I was needing to do, how I was needing to take care of myself when I realized that, holy shit, this this is actually, this is me. This is, I have this. Wow, okay. You know, a lot more understanding now of why I've acted the way that I've acted and a lot more understanding of um, just some of some of the things from my past. So here comes what I want to share with you and I want to make sure that you fully hear my experience here because if this is you, I do not want you to get caught up in the same shit that I was caught up in. So what happened is that I was nourishing my nervous system And I was getting, I was feeling so much better. I really felt just calm. I felt centered. I felt grounded. I felt uh, empowered. I felt really good. But then I started to look back at my journals and I started to kind of piece together all of the things that had kind of unfolded during this period of time. And I really let myself get caught back up in the story. I let myself get caught up in, holy shit, this is real. This is, I I really have complex PTSD. I really do have high-functioning anxiety. I really do have high-functioning depression. I really do have anorexia. Like, it all, all of those labels got in. They got in me. And basically like overtook me. I don't, I don't know how else to describe what happened next, but it was like, I started just spiraling. I started spinning because of the labels, because I was like, oh my God, like this is me. This is, oh my gosh, like I have been through shit. I have like done all this stuff and I've, I've been a terrible person myself and I've, you know, oh my God, like I, I, the reason why I'm this way is because of this and this and this. And I let myself totally spiral out of control and spiral down into a really deep, dark place. 
And it basically, what ultimately what happened is that I let those labels define me. I let those labels define my experience in life. I let those labels tell me who I am and like what that what that means. What does that mean of me? Like, okay, so I have these labels. What does that make me? How does that change me? And I I let it just sit there and be there for a long time. I, it was really uncomfortable. I felt like a piece of shit. I felt like I'm I'm not this badass bitch that can like get work done and like I help people heal and I have incredible transformations with people. Like none of that was even close to the radar. None of that. My power was not close to the radar. I was so stuck in the past. I was so stuck in where I have been and where like what needs to happen it with outside of me what needs to happen outside of me in order for me to be okay I was in the shit I was deep in it and that's why I'm feeling called to share this right now is because I can guarantee you you either know exactly what I'm talking about or you know someone where you're like oh my gosh I wonder if that's why they're acting that way I wonder if that's why they feel the way that they do So I just can't stress enough that I didn't end up in that spiraled space, in that deep, dark space of wanting like other people to change instead of me to shift my perspective. And I was like, poor me, poor me, poor me. And holy shit, like I've been through a lot. Um, it, It wasn't, it wasn't until I had fully recognize the diagnoses and the labels that I am, you know, that would would be put onto me if I were to go see a psychologist. And it like taking in those labels, I let those I let those labels define me. I let them define me and it changed my experience that I had with myself. It changed the experience that I have with myself. Remember, prior to this, I knew that I have like anxiousness, feelings, nervousness. I know that I can get in these like funks where I just feel a bit unmotivated and I'm just sometimes can my energy can totally tank. You know, I knew that to be true about my experience before, but I never it never had run the show in the way that it did once I fully embraced the label of having high functioning anxiety, high functioning depression. So to go back to the experience of what did happen, I was in the shit. I had spiraled down and I was like, oh, I was just, I was in a really dark space. And I also had lost so much self-confidence. So much of my esteem was, it, it, it almost was like it just, all of the healing work and all of the um, mindset work and all of the things that I had done for, for so long. I put so much work into myself and I, and I was in a really great space and it almost was like the entire rug got like wiped from under me and I was just down. Like I didn't have that esteem. I didn't feel good. I, I was really just in a shit. I was just in a really shit place. And as I was journaling, because that's something I just, 
I actually, I didn't, I didn't do it through the whole thing. There were some, some gaps in time where I wasn't journaling, but for the most part, journaling is like my most consistent self-care practice. I'm always writing down the way that I'm feeling and what I'm thinking because it allows me to, to watch myself as I go through life because we truly get into different states of being and we forget, we forget a lot about where we've been. And, um, so through my journaling practice, I also can move my own energy into heal and I'll use tarot cards to kind of reveal spots to me that I'm not seeing. And so when I'm in a rut and when I'm in, and this was probably deeper than even a rut, this was like, I was in the fucking shit and, um, pulling tarot cards and, writing about the intuitive hits that come through as I'm doing that, I'm able to move and shift my energy. And also I was able to recognize and see that I was doing this to myself. Like I had basically taken these labels of these conditions and held on to them so tightly. And it's almost like I like grabbed onto them, held on, and then jumped in the deep end and was like, I'm just going to sit here until I get recognition, until I get the love I need, until I get these other people to change. And I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to be here until it happens. Like that's basically what happened. And spoiler alert, uh, no one, no one's going to do the work that you want them to do, they're going to do the work that they want to do. You can try holding on and waiting for someone else to change is just a recipe for disaster, recipe for failure, and a lot of heartbreak. So through my journaling, that's how I discovered that it wasn't until I put the label to my experience that I really let myself spiral down. It was the labels themselves and what I made those labels mean that made my experience be that much worse. So I want, I want to make that so clear that the labels that we have for disease, mental health, all the things, yes, we need language to be able to communicate what's going on within the human body. However, when you begin to identify with that label, you get yourself into a space, into a frequency, into an energy. This is energetics here. When you identify with a label, you get into the energetics of that label and you are like melded to it, you're not going to come out. You're not going to be able to break away from that frequency if you are melded to it. And the thing is, our mind, we do this ourselves we meld ourselves to labels and what we make that label mean. And we use it as a way to identify ourselves. We use it as a way to explain our experience. And we think that we are that label. But the truth is, once, once I came to that awareness, it was like this huge fireworks of a light bulb that came on. And it was like, wow. That's what's happening here. That's how powerful this is. Holy shit. Okay. If that's what's going on, I can I can separate myself. I can take myself away from these labels again. Even though I still use it as language language to describe 
where I'm at and like the things that I do go with, that's a very, it's very real. Right. And the thing is too, it's, it's like, I, I listed off some symptoms of uh, complex PTSD. It's like, I've healed so much of that. I'm no longer isolating myself. I have emotional flexibility. I'm no longer like totally overtaken by my emotions where I feel out of control, but I just, I feel in control of my body like most of the time. Um, I no longer am distant from my family. I love my family. We have an amazing relationship and I also am not afraid to ask for help. I don't feel like I have to do all these things on my own. So there's, there's definitely hope in, in, in progressing these labels, right? Just because you have a label doesn't mean that that's where you're going to have to be the rest of your life. And there's ways to heal and to transmute your experience. And so basically what happened is that after I realized that that's what I had done and I realized I had to unmeld myself from that label, I had to first choose what do I want to believe? What labels do I want to put on myself that make me feel good, that make me feel empowered? What labels can I actually attach to instead that I know to be true of who I am at my core? What words and what labels do I need? So I have my journal out here and I'll just read some of the words that I had wrote down. Loving, kind, grateful, empowered, inspired, fulfilled, connected to intuition, grounded, collected, calm, and confident. And from here, I, I knew that the words itself, that's power in itself. When you write something down, this is why journaling is so powerful. When you write something down, you bring it into the physical. Those words that I said, they hold an energetic vibration. So what I did is I would just look back at that list of like who I truly am, what I truly am. And, um, over time I actually like, I'll just write words randomly. Like every day I'll like write a few new words to kind of like feel into the feeling of those words. And what I ended up doing is the journaling was the first thing. And then the second thing was sharing with friends, like calling up friends and telling them the space that I'm in and just letting them either help or hold space, kind of whatever I needed at that time. Um, And then after that, I was like, okay, you know, I need to get outside, like getting outside that, that always makes me feel better. I'm such a nature person and going for long walks where there's trees, maybe some water, like that's my most ideal thing. So I started getting outside and I started really being intentional with that time, being intentional with, I am coming here to just decompress, to heal my nervous system. So I started doing that. And then I also started doing just gentle movement, like yoga, slow yoga uh, flows where I didn't feel like I really had the energy to do a whole class. So I would just do like gentle cat cow, come into tabletop, you know, stretch one arm up and then needle it through, then bring it back and the other one. And then maybe I'd get into down dog and just kind of stretch the legs, maybe do some pigeon pose. And it was like, that was it. You know, I only did what felt really good for me. 
and I slowly started to gain more and more energy. And it, there was a, a day where I was, I love Robert Ohado. He is an intuitive astrologer. He does, um, he's an intuitive life strategist who uses astrology to teach personal development. And I think a lot of my understanding of archetypal forces and dynamics a lot of that comes from his work. He's, he's, if you want, if, if you're interested in that, I highly recommend checking him out. He's awesome. And I, so during this time, I, I'm part of his membership. And so I was watching some of the videos that I had, um, I had missed. And of course, he's like spot on with the energy of like what's going on and the different dynamics and the healing that's available to us and all these things. And it's like he just got me right back into that groove of doing the self-healing work, of controlling the things that I can control and letting the other shit go. Like truly, truly recognizing where do I actually have power? Where do I have a say for myself? Where do I have the opportunity to change something about the situation and where do I not at all have any opportunity to change it? Where is it actually stuck and where do I actually have to kind of mend around and be around that like stuck static feature of this experience? How can I change my relationship to that static thing that will change ultimately my experience? So it almost is like once I started watching that webinar, it, it was like, okay, she's back. She's good. She just needs to be reminded of all the things of who she is, what she stands for. She's back. And I mean, I'm not going to say that it was like totally fine and things were great after that. It's like, it's still a slow, steady inhale. You got some, some, some bad feeling days, some good feeling days. And you, you know, the thing is you just, you just keep going. You just show up and you really fully understand that your best is going to look different from day to day and give yourself grace on the days that you're you're you feel that like you're not showing up fully that's okay give yourself grace on those days and um really just be easy with yourself that's what it's all about is how can I be easier on myself how can I show myself more love because at the end of the day, what like that inner child that has the symptoms of the high functioning anxiety, the high functioning depression, the complex PTSD, the anorexia, all of that is an expression of my hurt inner child. That is why those symptoms happen in my life. Because there is a wounded part of me that is wanting it to see me to see it that's why that's happening and if we identify with being that wounded like if we identify as the wounded person within us and we think that that's all all we are then we will continue to be in pain we will continue to hurt and we will continue to be stuck in this spiral loop that we fully have the capacity to pull ourselves out Every single person has the capacity to pull themselves out. It's about the willingness to do that. I want to say that again. You have the capacity 
to pull yourself out of the deepest shit that you know or that you've ever been in. You have the capacity to do that. You just have to be willing, have the willingness to do that. The willingness to show up for yourself. The willingness to commit to yourself and to show yourself and to tell yourself, I'm going to take care of you now. We are going to do this and we are going to heal. Like that's what it takes at its core. And uh, I hope that that doesn't come off as insensitive or, or if you're listening to this and you're like, oh yeah, if only it were that easy. Because it's like I've, I've been through some shit too and I, I know um, I know that those, those, you can get into some spaces where there's no light even coming in from a crack under the door. It's just a solid, dark-ass room where there's no light. And if, you, if that's you, um, I really don't think that you'd actually be here listening to this podcast if that was you. But if someone sent you this podcast because they thought that you could benefit from it and you're listening to this and you're being like, she's a dick, like she doesn't know shit, I don't, I don't care what she says. If that's you, I see you. I've been you. I've been to a point of being, feeling so hopeless where I have thought about taking my own life. I have attempted to do that as a kid. Like I know the deep, dark spaces that you can get into. And I also know that you have the ability to get out of that. I know that you do. And I know that because I've gotten myself out. And I've gotten myself to being in a space where I'm able to quickly bounce back from being back in the shit. Because the thing is, it's not like once you come out of a dark thing it's not like life is just amazing now and everything is great and everything is like happy and butterflies and all is free and safe and secure and and feels so good no life is all about having experiences that are going to stretch and grow you that's life we're we're here on earth school where our soul is really meant to evolve and meant to grow into our fullest capacity. And our fullest capacity is to be always in the vibration of love. But you can't get to that fullest capacity until you have gone through the experiences that will transmute the energy, the dense, dark energy of, of life you can't get to that space until you can transmute all of that energy in an embodied way, like truly transmute that energy into something higher. So that's what life's about, right? Life's about, you know, having like great times, but then challenges do come and we have to be able to maneuver the challenges. And I think something that's really important to understand and to embody is the the understanding that that's how life works. Life is all about challenges and overcoming those challenges and learning and growing along the way. And if you can just accept that challenges are part of life, you're going to move through life a lot easier than someone who's mad that the challenges are, are there in the first place because they're so caught up in their being challenges that they're not able to surrender to the challenge 
and to grow and move through it. It's actually in focusing so much on what we don't want is what keeps us stuck and focusing on the aspects of ourselves that aren't really who we truly are, like these labels. Labels are not who we truly are. Labels are a set of symptoms put into a a word to give us language to talk about what the human body is experiencing and going through, what the wounded part of our human experience is going through. So I really hope that this episode serves you and shows you the power of just how strong our minds truly are and how our minds can really change the experience of our life, you know, depending on where we choose to place our attention. So I would love to know what you got out of this. Go ahead and take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, send it to a friend who needs to hear this. Um, and oh my gosh, I almost forgot. I went to upload my previous episode and I saw that Inner Bitch Inner Truth podcast has over a thousand downloads and that just fills my heart and I can't even explain how it's, I'm just, I'm so grateful for you being here, for you listening, for you supporting this work and, and hopefully really gaining, um, healing and knowledge through listening to the podcast And as part of this thousand uh, downloads, I would love to give away an intuitive reading. And I guess the way that I'm going to do it is just the first person to listen to this and to email me, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to give you the free reading. And if you end up emailing me and I have already given it away, then they're $35 And I've had just really, really great uh, responses to them. And what I do is I'll just kind of, if you want to send three to five questions that, you know, you may have about your life right now, you can email that, the question specifically, or we can do just a general, like, where are you at in your life? What lessons are you meant to be learning? What healing is available for you? And then I'll be able to actually intuit different tools that will work and resonate with you specifically so that you can maneuver through this time in your life. So it really is a huge value pack um, that I'm offering at an introductory rate of $35. So if you, um, you know, if you've emailed me and I have already given it away, then I'll just email you back and say that I, you know, I've already done it. But if if you want to do the the reading fully, then we can have a conversation about that. So um yeah, I'm so I've been so excited. I've been loving um doing the readings. I it's actually gotten me a lot more into like the intuitive um like reading tarot cards and using my um like my pendulum and using some crystals to do some other things. It's getting me back into like that woo-woo groove that I just I love it and it feels so good and I'm sure that um you know, if you've been listening to the the podcast episodes, you can probably even sense and tell a shift in my own energy because um, there's just there's been a lot going on behind the scenes, and I'm really just I'm just so excited to be here and to have you here as well. So, I am sending you all so much love. Okay, take care.